0: Here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Wednesday. It's K2N to go.
1: Happy Aloha Wednesday. Beautiful sunny conditions to start things off with us. Or. Pretty seasonable trade wind weather pattern is going to be coming through. It's very typical for around this time of year. And good news is the trade wind flow not leaving us at least for the rest of the work week. We're going to start to see some changes though by the weekend. But this high pressure system to our north continues to generate us winds up to about 20, if not 25 miles an hour for today. Our trade wind flow though pushing us plenty of trade showers, so it's a wetter start to the day, especially for many leeward sections. We have been seeing some wet road conditions out there, and that's especially true here on actually I'm gonna back this up though because I just remembered I wanted to show you guys something here on the satellite now of course today we've been talking is the day that we are going to be seeing the official outlook from the Central Pacific Hurricane Center and let me open this up here there we go as we zoom over to Central America you can see this uh, disturbance that's just off of it we're looking at about a 10 percent chance that this could strengthen to a tropical cyclone in the next 48 hours a 30 percent chance that that would happen in the next five days doesn't look like like it's going to be anything of an issue for us. Many forecast models actually don't even show this forming, but it could potentially, and it is a very good reminder that we are just about a week and a half away from hurricane season, so best to have your hurricane kits prepared, have a plan with your family, and uh, just be prepared for, again, what we'll, we'll see the forecast for today, but potentially could be an active season. So, again, we'll be talking with the Central Pacific Hurricane Center later today, and we'll also be interviewing them later on our show live tomorrow. Now, hopping into the extended forecast real quick, again, we'll see the nice weather through the work week, but this weekend, some changes going to be coming through. We have an upper-level trough that looks like it's going to dig towards us, and that could help produce a surface low, and that is looking like it's going to be influencing our winds late Saturday in December. Sunday, and especially by Sunday, we could be seeing those sea breezes take over. So, strong, breezy winds until then, but they are gone for our weekend. All right, that's the like YOUR weather. Now, I'll send it on out to Surf News Network's Gary Keeley, who has all you need to know on the surf front. Hey,
2: good morning, GQ. Hey,
0: happy Wednesday, Kelly. Good morning. Well, the North Shore is up. It's a west-northwest swell. So, now pipeline's three feet. We're expecting some just overhead waves. And again, everywhere is going to be breaking. Uh, WEST NORTHWEST IS GREAT THIS TIME OF YEAR. ONE TO TWO OUT AT MAKAHA, BEAUTIFUL CONDITIONS, GREAT DIVING AS WELL. Uh, TWO-FOOTERS IN TOWN, BUT BE PATIENT, IT'S BARELY TWO. DIAMOND A LITTLE BIT BIGGER, BUT BUMPY. Uh, SANDY BEACH AND MAKAPU'U, SOLID THREE FEET, HAVE COME UP ON A TRADE WIND SWELL. THE TRADES WERE ALREADY 15 TO 25 OUT THERE. A LITTLE BIT LIGHTER IN TOWN. Uh, THE LOW TIDE WAS AT 530, MINUS .1. HIGH TIDES AT 1130, AT .6. will SET AT 7.04.
2: Here is today's Need to Know. Later today, we'll see a major spike in Hawaii's COVID case count as the state health department begins adding over a thousand probable cases. Yesterday, 56 new infections were reported statewide. Retailers say they're seeing more people without masks since the CDC updated its guidance on face coverings. The retail merchants of Hawaii says shops have the right to deny service. Workers say it's becoming uncomfortable having to confront people. Okulea and Hikianalia may try to set sail again today. The voyaging canoes are on hold in Maui because of hazardous wind conditions. Crews are headed to the doldrums as part of a training sail. And here's a look at what the Rainbow Warrior football team's new stadium will look like. The university is renovating the T.C. Ching Athletic Complex to expand seating to 9,000 seats. The first home game is in September. The outlook for the Central Pacific hurricane season is scheduled to be released at 11 o'clock this morning. We'll be streaming it at n 2com and right after, Justin Cruz will be answering your questions live on our Facebook page. In-person help will be available today for Kauai families looking to sign up for the county's Rental and Utility Assistance Program. This will be from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Waimea Neighborhood Center. The VAX Squad bus will be stopping today at Kalani High School. For a full schedule, go to our website, K2N2.com. And a virtual workforce job fair kicks off at 10 o'clock this morning. Employers are looking to hire for a variety of industries, including healthcare, banking, and tourism. You can find details on our website. Joining us now with more about the virus, the vaccines, and moving Hawaii forward is the Lieutenant Governor and the state's COVID-19 liaison, Dr. Josh Green. Good morning to you, Lieutenant Governor. Lots to talk about today. So first off, why is the health department doing this and changing the format of the COVID case count? Won't this lead to more confusion?
0: Uh, It could. That's why I'm going to continuously update you on this. Uh, Looking at probable cases uh, is okay. But we have to make sure that we're very clear on how many confirmed cases we have. Continue to look at how many people are in the hospital, how many fatalities and how many people are vaccinated. This change has given some people in the community heartburn. Uh, We talked about it for a couple weeks, and my preference was to have two columns, one for confirmed and one for the probable cases that just switched over to confirmed. So they're going to do some of that. I spent an hour on the phone last night with Dr. Campbell, and uh, I did make sure that she understood that people out there in the community who have gotten very accustomed for the last 15 months to how we've done this uh, will have some concerns, but uh, it should not make a big difference. It will probably mean recording an additional 20 to 30 cases per week. In other words, maybe three a day, maybe four a day on our overall counts. So it will not be a cataclysmic change, except for today when they add in that big number that's been over the whole pandemic but I will continue to break it out personally so that people have a clear picture of the number of confirmed cases.
2: So it shouldn't affect the positivity rate too much as Dr. Kemble said.
0: In fact, it may cause the positivity rate to plummet because if, and this was one of my concerns, if people flood the market with relatively low quality antigen tests, I want that to be considered and separated remember when we did a lot of testing for that surge test uh, that the federal government brought to us, to the previous mayor, those people were all asymptomatic. Almost all those tests were negative and it artificially drove our positivity rate down. And that's what people don't like. They don't want to see something that's inconsistent with what they've been comfortable with. So I'll be watching that very carefully because not all antigen tests are created equal. Some are good and some stink. And so that's that's another thing to consider. So I'm going to continue to look at this very analytically so people don't lose their way. And what often is at the, at the public health level, a, a very important but academic exercise. So I'll be following that carefully. They do very good work at Department of Health. Dr. Campbell is super. But I don't want people to be confused. And I had some calls of concern already.
2: What do you think about the University of Hawaii's decision to require students to get the vaccine before returning this summer?
0: It's uh, it's understandable because when you look at colleges, universities, they live in fear of large outbreaks of things like meningitis, for example. So for decades, we've had vaccination mandates there. I am not personally in favor of vaccination mandates, but in some institutions where people have to be in very close quarters, particularly colleges and universities, it does make some sense. Now, I did get assurances from them that if people... Have a religious concern or a health concern, and that's why they don't want to uh, get the vaccine. They will be allowed that that exception. Uh, I, we are not looking at mandatory vaccines for society or for our public schools. That's another important thing to mention. But uh, Professor Lastner, uh, President Lastner, has that authority, and he wanted to reflect a safe situation. and I've been around universities where they've had outbreaks before of fairly lethal diseases, and it's not pretty. So that's what he's trying to avoid.
2: You mentioned public schools. Now, public schools in Hawaii also getting ready for in-person learning full-time in the fall. How do you address concerns that kids who are fully vaccinated will be sitting, standing close to others who are not?
0: It's okay, actually this is all about risk reduction and reducing the probability of spread and outbreak. So we respect parents uh, and their decisions with their children as to get vaccinated or not. One of my two children is vaccinated because she's 14, the other is not eligible yet, but I'm happy when there's more immunity in general. And obviously we're all chasing that elusive uh, herd immunity ring. So it will help us get there. Overall, if we get to herd immunity, it's great. and. I would expect that before the school year, they will actually authorize vaccinations all the way down to age five. But this is, a, like I said, a very deeply personal decision. And so just getting a fair amount of immunity in the schools is good.
2: And finally, Lieutenant Governor, the governor is now allowing parents Ottawa who'd watch their kids play sports. A lot of families happy about this. Senator Schatz is also urging him to allow some surf and regatta competitions as well. Do you agree with the senator and how quickly could this be done?
0: I absolutely do. I think it could happen uh, perhaps in a week. You know, a lot of us were really pushing the gov uh, hard. It was kind of a head scratcher for all of us as to why we couldn't watch our kids outdoors when we knew that it was safe to be outdoors if you're vaccinated and people are still wearing masks around others. But some policies just had to catch up with with uh, society's sentiments and the gov is getting there on a lot of things we're a lot of us behind the scenes are pushing for using the vaccine uh, cards more liberally for travel, especially for our residents who've been vaccinated for regattas for football. That's an important thing. I think we got to get football going in the fall. All of these things, while seemingly not central to our public health are central to returning to normal and to restoring some faith that the vaccine both works and that we can come through this crisis as a healthy society. And so That's why I'm very happy that Senator Schatz wrote that letter. Brian has been a terrific senator and advocate. And these are small steps, but for the better of society.
2: Central to returning to normal and central to a lot of families across our state. Thank you so much, Lieutenant Governor, for joining us. And of course, Lieutenant Governor will be joining us in just a bit to answer your Facebook questions.
0: And that was your morning news. Make sure to tune in right back here tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. It's everything you need to know with K2N to go.